and you have bears coming over the river, and, and they're, they're opportunists. You know, sheep are delicious to a bear. They really are, and they're so easy to kill. And so you, you, had, to, you had to be on, on the job, or, or your sheep didn't live. And if your sheep didn't live, you didn't have a living. Welcome back to Ballistic Chronicles. This is Gary Lewis. I'm your host. My father-in-law, Paul Thomas Parsons, is guest on this episode today. And he grew up in a little place called Irvin Flats. Which was 14 miles west of Polson, Montana, at the south end of Flathead Lake. So the Parson family raised sheep, among other things. They were dry land farmers, and sheep was one of the things they raised on their property. In Montana at that time, you could graze sheep up in the high country. And one of the things that you could do is take those sheep way up and fatten them for the summer and then drive them back down toward the railhead. That's what Tom Parsons, Paul's grandfather, determined he was going to do in the summer of 46, spend several months up in the high country, then drive those sheep down to the rail and send the lambs off to market. It took probably 10 days to trail those sheep to get up there. You couldn't push them very far because they had to eat on their way and they had water on their way, or otherwise they wouldn't make it. Yeah. So you had to let them graze, uh, you know, for three, four, or five hours to so they have nutrients to to, to walk, you know, 10, twenty miles a day. Oh yeah, very interesting. Anyway, and you, you had to protect them from the coyotes and the bears. Everything out there was an enemy of the sheep. The sheep is the most defenseless animal on the earth. It it has no offensive weapons, and it, it can't run, it can't fight, but it can die. And you have to, if you're taking care of sheep, you have to be on the job 24-7, or the sheep don't live. Well, we had an old Model A truck that had a camper on it, and a stove and a bunk in the back to sleep. And my granddad was there, and a sheep herder that we hired. But anyway, you you trailed the sheep, and you you the majority of the time your your that camper was on the back end of the sheep, just going along slow. And then you try and get permission to for the sheep to graze at night. And then and then you go on the next day. And anyway, we got up there north of Kalispell, called Half Moon, and that country had been logged. And that was back in the early days when they originally logged the country and they had logging camps where people lived in the woods and, and, and logged the timber and brought them out. And they had buildings and, and the logging camp, camp was still partially still there, mostly rotted away, but you could see where it had been. But that was perfect habitat for sheep grazing because the timber was gone and the, and the underbrush had started to come back, your huckleberries and your, and your whatever young, small brush. And the, the sheep could eat the leaves off of most anything and, and, and live and do well on it. Anyway, you had to be with those sheep. You'd put them to bed at night around the camp and you're, you're right there. And if, if anything bothered those sheep, you had to wake up and, and go out there and protect them because they were very vulnerable. Well, the bear would come in sometimes and grab a sheep and take off. Granddad had a 32 Special Winchester carbine with a flashlight strapped to the barrel. 
So they turned the flashlight on and the, the 32 Special would shoot to where the flashlight beam would go. All you had to do is put that light on the bear and pull the trigger. Anyway, one night, Granddad heard the sheep make a run and were disturbed. And he grabbed this 32 Special and realized there was only two shells in it. And he could not find any where the rest of them were. And he knew he didn't have time to wait. So he went outside and he looked down with a flashlight. And sure enough, there was a bear on the other side of the sheep. And Granddad shot the first shot. And what he did, he... he, he he shot the lower jaw off the the grizzly bear, and the bear started coming for him. And he knew he had to, he only had one shot left, and that was it. He had to make it count. And he let let the bear get up to about fifteen feet from him, and he shot him in the shoulder, and it broke broke his shoulder down. The bear went down and died right there. Anyway, uh, that was just one day in protecting your sheep. Anyway, there was a lot of black bear that got killed, and any coyote that showed up, they got killed. Anything that was the enemy of the sheep got killed. Anyway, then they when they were coming back to the ranch in the fall, they would trail the sheep back to Kyla, which is west of Kalispell, and there was a railroad station there, and they'd separate the lambs from the ewes, put the lambs on the train, They'd go to market, and then you trail the, the ewes home for the winter. And hopefully you had enough hay to put up to feed the, the sheep during the winter. That was always a, a problem because we, we were dry land farmers, and some years you didn't have very good, much moisture, but you had to make do with what you got. Dad did an outstanding job. He raised six kids and uh, took care of his parents, our grandparents, on the same ranch with Marcia, their daughter. And uh, we all we all survived and did did well. We just didn't have a lot of extras, but we we made it. We worked hard. And anyway, they never kept the skull or the hide or anything of the bear. They just that was something you just didn't do back then. Nowadays, you probably would have, you know. But in urban flats, west of Polson, fourteen miles, which is on the south end of Flathead Lake, that many sheep are going to pick up some predators that are going to just be smelling oh, yeah. them and yeah they're they're, they're fresh meat in the area and and somehow or another bears know that sheep are just so so easy to take and <clears throat> coyotes too and they like i told you that they have no offensive weapons a sheep is helpless when a predator comes around a bear or a coyote they're helpless and they they lose every time <laughs> so <clears throat> so so your he, grandfather had a 32 Winchester. Special, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he probably had 50 rounds of ammunition with him yeah. when he started out. Yeah. And he's got to conserve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you only use it for, for what it's intended for. Yeah. And, and, it's uh, got to last all summer. Yeah. Well, you could, you could, you could buy it at any hardware store. Sure. But, but, you know, you weren't always in town. But you, a bear, a bear, is always a predator, and you know there was no th- no such thing as getting a bear tag to kill it. You killed it on the spot to protect your sheep. Yeah, and there was no bear shortage. They just was a was a shortage of bear within the reach of the sheep. That that's that's <laughs> that that's what you did. Yeah, and you, and you had to make be sincere about that, or your sheep did not live. Yeah, it's not only the sheep that attract the attention of the bears it's 
everything else that's going on around this little mobile camp that's trundling up into the mountains in the summertime. And so you got to keep your those food smells from attracting bears too. So what they would do is they would hide the butter in the creek. Butter is something you, you, you would like to have in camp, you know, for pancakes. And, mm-hmm. and you, you take your butter and you bury it in the creek. You wrap it in, and I don't remember what they wrapped it in, but it was waterproof. And you bury it in the creek and cover it up with the gravel. Believe it or not, the bear would find it and eat it and it'd be gone. And tell me how that, but they do. That's the kind of nose they have. At this point in the conversation, my sister-in-law, Melody, is sitting here listening. And so she jumps in. She says, Dad, what's a bum lamb? What does that mean? You, you don't kill the lambs. You, 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 we, had, we had milk, fresh milk from the cows. You feed the lambs. So is a bum lamb a lamb without a mom? That's right. Is that what that means? Yeah. I didn't know that. And, and, and of course, those lambs just bonded with you. I mean, they, with the they, humans. They, they loved you because you're, because you're, you were feeding them. You're feeding them. Aww. And those lambs knew your voice, <laughs> literally. And I'd go out there and I'd call them and they'd just come running because they knew my voice. Well, I went in the service and came back and there was nobody there to feed the lambs except mom. Well, they didn't know my voice. And I went out there and called them and they'd run the other direction. They did not know my voice. And you probably read in the Bible that. Yep. The shepherd's voice. Yeah, because you you know the shepherd's voice. Yes, you do. And if you're not if you're not if you don't know the shepherd's voice, mm-hmm. you're you're lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think about that every time I walk out to feed my sheep. And they do know your voice. Yeah. Hey guys, if you like what we're doing here on Ballistic Chronicles, you can support the show and get in depth hunting content you won't get anywhere else. Just go to GaryLewisOutdoors.Supercast.Tech. Or click through in the show notes. Our coffees are Frontier Roast and Fishing Central Oregon Reserve Roast. Our coffees are the right choice for great outdoor moments. Get yours today at GaryLewisOutdoors.com. Our latest book is Bob Nosler, Born Ballistic, the hardcover from Gary Lewis Outdoors. This book tells the story of Bob Nosler with an insight into growing up in the 50s and 60s. Every boy needs a mentor and every boy needs a hero. Heck! Even when we're all grown up, we need heroes. And Bob Nosler grew up walking the trails with John Nosler, the founder and inventor of the partition bullet. His father was a self-taught bullet designer and machinist. And Bob took that same focus, turned it on the business. And this now is the story of the life and adventures of Bob Nosler. Get Bob Nosler Born Ballistic at GaryLewisOutdoors.com and Nosler.com, Amazon.com.